The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet... Get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yeah. And I am so excited for this guest right now. He's live and direct with us, looking all handsome and scrumptious. And like we were saying, have like a little porch vibe, like southern porch yard vibes. Wolf Hudson, welcome. Live and in color. Yes. <laughs> if you could only see the... We're, we're good. We're, we're so good. We already told you, like... Like we're about to have like floods, puddles, probably. Well, well, here's the thing. I I don't know how to distinguish between the two. One being, are you flustered or is it because it's butt ass hot outside? Oh. Oh. Well. You see, I don't know. Okay, I will say it is hot as fuck. So yes, I might have a little you know sticky booty situ- situation <laughs> right now, and I'm trying it's- to cool off. But also, I'm going to have puddles because you're on the show. And it's gotten a lot of people a little flustered. Like, some people were DMing me this week, and they're like, are you really about to have Wolf on? Like, I know you teased about it, and you mentioned his name, so he's just going to come on the show because you mentioned his name. I'm like... he's going to come on the show? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose. I mean, I I, I didn't set a rate, but sure. (laughs) It's God's day. Yeah, I'll, I'll... We'll we'll get a Jesus special on this one. Yeah, a little little Sunday special. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm talking about. People are interested. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, who me? I'm a nobody, and I'm being very real. I'm like, people know who the fuck I am, so that's very sweet to hear. Yes, people know who the fuck you are. Yes, 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 yes. So we are bringing you on for a little special chat tonight because. You know, just like everything else has been coming up with 2020, seems like an ongoing issue is that people cannot understand how men can be bisexual. More importantly, men of color, there always seems to be like that negative, like, oh, a man can't be bisexual and not be called gay. And I'm like, there's a vast difference. So we we wanted to debunk a couple things, have a chat with you, especially because you are male talent. You are a male porn star, but you are a bisexual male porn star. And Wolf, if anybody who's been on your account, it's not like you haven't said it loud and proud. Um, you're gorgeous. Deals. You have a lot of gorgeous people in that circle that you, you know get to work with but I feel like 
I can only speak as a bisexual woman. I cannot speak for the male, the men out there who are bisexual and have to deal with this type of bullshit where it's like, no, men can't be bi. They're just gay. That's how it is. There's no, you know, spectrum of it. It is what it is. They're gay. Let's go further. If, if, If a man has sex with another man, even if he fucks a lot of women, he's gay. But a woman who fucks other women but still fucks men is straight. Wait a minute. So women are straight if they fuck women, but men are gay even if they fuck women? Makes no sense. That never makes sense. It's a huge double standard. It's a huge double standard. And I'm going to break it down to you. It comes down to the male ego. Men think, not the majority, but men think that women are inferior. Women are weaker. And so those types of acts are meant for the weaker sex in their eyes. And so men like to see beautiful women together because it's always about men. Always. And so that's that's acceptable. But when you do something that is beneath what is considered masculine and strong, it makes you weak and it puts you in the same level as women and their perception. And that's why there is that distinction where women can get away with it, but men can't. And the reality is all those men who are saying, oh, fuck that gay shit, they all like it. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yep. There's, there's a reason transsexual porn is one of the biggest genres in the market. And guess what? It's not gay men who are watching trans porn. It's straight men. Facts. What do you think it is? Because, I, I mean, we've all, we all work in the industry or have worked in the industry one way or another. So I even found that very surprising, too, that trans porn is exceptionally popular with straight men I had a lot of fans when I was in the in the in the industry that always asked me what was I gonna do a TS porn scene like I did I was surprised about how many people wanted me to do it I mean I'm not interested in that forte but I was just surprised that these men are actually into that like they're into me and TS women well I mean it's a beautiful woman she just happens to have a different genitalia it doesn't take away from the fact that she's a woman and it's and it kind of goes in hand with uh, straight identified men who are like who are into TS women they're into the femininity the penis is if anything the the added bonus mm-hmm. but it's not the the what do you call it the end all be all the penis is just a, a, a almost a vessel it's an added thing. It's like you can have a vagina or you can have a penis as long as it's attached to a woman. That's the appeal. If When it's attached to a masculine man, that's where it gets into a whole different realm where they're not interested. Mm-hmm. But in terms of male bisexuality, which it's, it's, it's so broad because it's like, is a man who is into trans women bisexual? I don't think so. That to me is a distinction for them to make. Real. But, uh, uh, but a man who's into trans women can also be into men. And that's a whole different thing. And I think that men have much more curiosity when it comes to their sexuality and, and their tastes than they are willing to admit. And what I have found is a lot of the times men tend to be more open when they feel that women are not going to judge. If, if women give them the permission to be like, oh, that's totally how you should do it. That's when you see a lot of men opening up to it. Doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be open publicly about it, but they're much more willing to 
to act on it because they're given that permission or that perceived permission. What do you think it is that it's that permission that grants it? I mean, I've heard of that too where I have had my male partners that I'm with currently, um, they are both straight men who have been with trans women. Um, One of my partners has had even a sort of bi moment per se, but he doesn't classify himself as bi because he doesn't go and actively seek men. It was like he had a moment, you know, vibes were good, things happened, and that was it. So it's like, what, what do you think it is that when men are seeking that that valid like it almost seems like they're seeking like you said that validation yeah like what do you think it is that that just gives them that that sense of hope they don't want to be judged and viewed as weak and in their eyes uh women want to perceive men as strong and mind you, they're they're misjudging because they don't know what women want. <laughs> so it's, it's 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 like you're already assuming something that you don't know. Right. But the perception is that you know women want to view men as strong, and to do that, to deviate, uh, makes them weak. So if a woman, a cis woman, gives them permission or says, "I find that hot," "I think that's great," it gives them not only validation. But it gives them the freedom to act on things that they normally wouldn't because she's into it. And then there are times, too, just the mere fact that she is into it, like that she's so turned on by it. That's the driving force. Like, I've been in situations where uh, there was a guy who wanted to have a buy threesome, um, but he wasn't too sure about it. He was definitely more straight than anything. Mm -hmm. When you present a woman into the equation, they just like it's something clicks where all inhibition goes out and they want to do more than they would have initially uh, expected to do because mm. she's so turned on. So if anything, without her, they can't actually navigate their bisexuality. But with her, it's like they'll suck dick, they'll just get fucked and they'll just enjoy it and slobber it oh. and all that. And it's <laughs> and, and, and it's great. And, and I don't even want to say that's a bad thing. What I do think is a bad thing or an, or an unfortunate thing is that there's so much insecurity that goes out there when in reality, every single human being is insecure. Everyone has insecurities about being judged. Yes. So if we're all insecure, we're all thinking the same shit, then why are we all like, you know, judging each other? It's like, no, let's just get this out of the way. Get out in the open. Hey, I like this. I like this. I like this. Okay, cool. You stay over here. You stay over here. You don't want to suck that? Cool. You go over there. I'll go over here. Oh, you want to suck that pussy? Okay, then we'll go over here. Mm-hmm. Are we all happy? Yeah, we're happy. Right. It's it's not that hard, but it, that's just the way it is in this quote-unquote male-dominated world. Men are just very fragile when it comes to that, but that's all ingrained. It's 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 something that's been instilled over centuries and centuries about how men are supposed to be. I've just never given a shit. For me, it's like, if I want to do it, if I don't, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to or I am going to do it. Let's get cliche here. At what point did you know you were by Like, take us through. Like, did you, I mean, some people have asked me, like, oh, did you start off straight and then work yourself into being by, Or did you just know at, you know, a certain age, I like vagina, I like dick, I like both. 
fuck it. This is my life. Um, I never really thought about men in that way growing up. And when I got into porn, I got into straight porn initially. So people actually think that I got into gay porn first. Because mm-hmm. that's what I was known for, known for at the time. But I actually got into straight a girl performer actually said to me, why aren't you doing gay porn? You could be making so much money. And I just hadn't really thought about it. But then I was like, well, why not? And so I decided, let me do it. If I don't like it, I don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I did it and it wasn't a problem. So for me, it wasn't even like, huh, I'm just not into it. For me, it was more like, well, why not? I wasn't opposed to it. And nor was I going to hide it. And I just went ahead and do it. And as time passed, I found that I really enjoyed it. And it was something that uh, fulfilled me in ways that I didn't know was possible. But even up until today, or still to to this day, I'm still more romantically inclined with women. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy sexuality physically with both men and women, especially men and women at the same time hey I'm jealous I've been trying to score my little <laughs> buy threesome for the longest it's hard it's it's not as hard as you think yes it is hard I'm not gonna knock that but it's not as hard as you think you just have to dig and throw little little treasure trails okay take me <laughs> take me through this because let me Lace let me just say shoes, wolf. <sighs> Give give me some give me some pointers today, cause honey, I'm at a loss. I'm like, first of all, Miss Rona, she's just the biggest cock block of them all. Okay, tell me about it. She is the biggest cock block. Like I was trying to like get a buy threesome for my birthday this year. That went off the door as soon as Miss Rona's like, fuck you and your birthday and your pussy. Like we're just gonna uh-huh. fuck everything up. So now I'm like, you know, I'm trying to plan ahead and I'm like going through my old roster because right now I'm not trying to fuck new people. But there is this one guy. I know that he's openly bi. I know that we've had like some kind of sexual chemistry, but it's just like, I don't want just him. I want him and I want, you know, another dude. I want to feel that like, I want everybody to feel satisfied. Like... I've done the threesomes where it's just, you know, the guys don't interact with each other. And yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Being their spick or whatever you want to like, what do they call it? Like a spick rose? Where well, you like, rose, yeah. yeah. So I've done that, but, but they don't touch each other. Right. They don't touch each other. And it's like, I felt kind of like, I don't want to say used, but it's just more like. You felt cheated. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like, if I have my, you know, girl, girl, guy, everybody climaxes, you know, one way or another. It's like I'm eating pussy at one moment while, you know, she's sucking dick, you know, vice versa. We all know how threesomes go down. So it's like every, you know, there it's satisfying. But then when it was like when I had the two guys, I was just like something was missing. Well, listen, if, if a guy is 100% straight, I mean, there's really no bending that. Right. I But but the, the thing is, if, if you are wanting to get someone, uh, a guy to do those kinds of things, and there might be an inclination on their part that you don't know, one of the best ways, honestly, is the communication. Leaving those little paper trails of, I'm so into this, or I want to rim you, I want to do fingering, I want to do, those. Are, that's kind of like testing the waters of comfortability and see where they want to go. Or just honestly, like being open about it. Like, 
this is what I'm into. Would you be interested in doing that? Or I get off on buy porn. Can we fuck to buy porn? You know, either being blunt about it or just, you know, setting little trails of it just to see if they bite. Uh, it sets the, the conversation up because a lot of the times men are not willing to be the first ones to openly speak about it. They're petrified about talking about their sexuality. So if they see that a woman, especially someone that they're into and that cares for them, is totally fine with that, they start to let their guards down a little bit. It's almost like a dog. Like a dog... <laughs> a, 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 no, no, no. Hear me out. A traumatized dog, mm -hmm. when you rescue them, it takes time to gain their trust and you do very little things to gain their trust like giving them treats always giving them affirmation you know petting them those kinds of things and eventually a dog becomes much more comfortable with their new owners uh. and with a guy in terms of their sexuality a lot of the times it just comes down to fear and if you as a partner are willing to guide them and show them it's okay. I don't judge you. I find it hot. And if you find it hot, it's going to be really hot for me. We should enjoy this together. That sets a comfortable space to possibly explore. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, as you have something you want to add, girl? Um, I feel like I was almost in a bisexual type of a threesome because the two guys that I had messed around with they both did gay porn at some point in their career, but there was no fucking around. It was just more so one guy wanted me to watch me fuck his friend. But I think if I was in that point of my career, like how open I am now, I think something would have happened. I think you would have been the perfect person at that point to be like, ooh, can you suck some dick? Right. <laughs> and they would have been answered like, oh, you're into that? Like off cool. off the air, I will tell you who these guys are. I want to know sure the truth. There'll be confirmation. Like, yeah, you could have got it. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> you'd be surprised. The pussy holds a lot of power. You know, it may be a quote unquote man's world, which is bullshit. But it, <laughs> women run this world. Mm -hmm. That is true. Women run this shit, and women can, I think, have more leverage in making things happen and facilitating a lot of things than we give women credit for. I think the falsity, yeah. though, as women, though, unfortunately, when you find out and I know this, I used to say it personally on this show. And then I like apologize because I was sounding hella ignorant when I said it. I was like, I could never be with a bi guy so, because I was for a while thinking like, no, if he's bi, he's got to be he's got to be gay. Like I would be conscious. I remember when I when I hooked up with this guy who was bi and he told me I was kind of low-key upset that he didn't tell me right off the bat it was more so he said it after we had sex and mm. after we had sex then that's when I was like no this motherfucker's gotta be gay because of the shit that he was asking me to do now I didn't lick his ass I don't eat ass at all but it was like he was the first at the time that I thought when I was with him he was the first guy that was like asking for nipple play in like certain manners and like asking me to be in a more anal focused position, even though it was just straight vaginal so he penetration. Wanted, he wanted to stare at your butthole. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. So then I was just like, no, no, men can't be bi. 
cannot happen. But then and when I you could be by though, right? And then that's when I was like, oh my god, what are you saying, you fucking idiot? Like, yeah, you know. And so then it's like I had to stop my own, you know, um, biphobia. And I know that, you know, people say, no, you can't be biphobic or yes, you can be part of the community and still have some form of phobia. I mean, there's phobia within the gay community. There's definitely a biphobia. Yeah, for sure. There's even transphobia. In yes. The gay community. Yeah. So, so as much as straight people, uh, you know, uh, trash on gay people or particularly gay men, I was like bi men. There are gay men who are like, oh, yeah, they're just really gay. They're just, yeah, we all say that we're bi and then we eventually we go gay. You know, that, that's a very common mentality. So, yeah, I mean, it, there's there's biphobia everywhere. And because of that biphobia, you don't see that openness with a lot of men, especially men of color, men of indigenous backgrounds. You don't see it because it's even more so that hypermasculinity has to be omnipresent or else you are, you know, interfering with the hierarchy. Right. And, and it's unfortunate because that's what, what, where do you think the term, you know, DL comes from? It's, that's a very real thing. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that mentality also comes from, unfortunately, in the 80s, once the HIV epidemic started, because it was, what's interesting was by the 70s and the 80s, bisexuality, male bisexuality in particular, was very fashionable. Like, you would really? hear a lot of men, absolutely, you would hear men like Elton John, Boy George, Freddie Mercury, openly say they were bisexual. And then around the time the AIDS and HIV epidemic hit, that's when a lot of people just started shutting away from bisexuality. Even David Bowie, although he's always been a known bisexual. Right, he's been known. Yeah, he's been known. But... Yeah, it was very fashionable, and then people started hiding it, and particularly hiding it because they did not want to be associated with HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And and that stigma, the mentality of, of HIV, has permeated so much that, to this day, it's very hard to shed that mentality that HIV equals gay, mm-hmm. HIV equals bi, which is not true. Yes, you may see HIV in one particular group a little bit more than another, but it doesn't mean that it's associated primarily with them, that HIV does not discriminate. And if anything, to to, to today, a lot of people don't realize that one, it's not a death sentence anymore. If you catch HIV, you can live a long, healthy life. And two, if you're on medication, guess what? You can't transmit. You can't transmit HIV. Period. Zero. No chance. No, not never. You just educated me today. Yeah. Thank so you. any and oh well, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Any <laughs> any any man, any woman that you hear say I am HIV positive and I am undetectable, you are for certain that you are not going to catch HIV transmission from that person. So much so, you may ask, well, what if that person gets off their medication? Fair enough. It takes about six to eight weeks for the medication to get out of one system. So you have to try really hard to want to regain your viral level of HIV. You are definitely opening my eyes to this because I had mentioned last week um, that me being Polly, I was trying to almost introduce another female in my group. 
or at least just for myself, and she was HIV positive. And that raised a lot of red flags where, you know, the people that I was deeply in a relationship with, they openly said, I'm not going to be comfortable, you know, if you introduce, if you start messing with her and then you come back to us kind of thing. And unfortunately, it had to fizzle out. Yeah. But that also clarifies a lot. Even at the same time, though, I have to still be careful with my own HSV um, diagnosis and just adding that in the mix too but that what you said you know being undetectable and and not being able to transmit it even with a positive person that clarifies a lot and I think a lot of listeners who are listening now like Yaz and I are like oh wow this is a little bit eye opening. But here's the thing: it's not your fault that you don't like. You're just learning these types of things because there is no education. Like somewhere after the 2000s, we really just stopped educating people when it comes to HIV and AIDS. Like AIDS is not as prevalent in the United States as it was back in the 90s, back in the 80s. You know, it's it, AIDS is still a thing for sure in certain parts of the world. But it's not as prominent as it used to be. I mean, HIV medication has come a long way. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that has come from that is PrEP. Now you can be HIV negative or or just negative, take this pill and be assured, have a greater chance of not catching HIV ever. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge breakthrough because now you have, okay, so HIV positive people on their meds, can't transmit fantastic now you have people who are negative who can take this pill and can make sure that they don't catch it with someone who doesn't know they're HIV positive and that's where transmission actually happens the most transmission happens with people who don't know their status right that's why it's so important to get tested when somebody says oh I don't need to get tested I don't like never trust that that's true Mm -hmm. if somebody tells you I'm HIV positive trust that person because at least you I know that they're also be in a position to tell somebody you have to change your ways mm-hmm. with, even with the facts that's such a personal thing it's like I can give you all the facts but you have to come to your own realization that that's how it is and you know get over that hump of whatever misconception or fear that you have mm-hmm. when you're since you did say that you're more romantically linked with women in your private life have you ever found it harder to come out to a said partner on your sexuality or was it yeah outright i'll just like (laughs) stop me right there like absolutely not i've never been afraid to be myself so actually like if people ask me you know when did you come out of the closet i was like i was never in the closet I love it. I love it. I, no, I've, I've never had to make a proclamation that I'm this or I'm that. I mean, I've, I've definitely asserted more of a straight aspect uh, romantically, but I've never actually went out and said I am, I come out as bisexual. Like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I've just always been open. So whenever I meet a partner, I lay everything out. I lay out that I do porn. I lay out that I suck dick. I lay out everything just to get out of the way. Yeah. We do all the bullshit if you still want to roll okay let's continue but I do it right away as I think as it should I don't think people should have to mask it I think it does more harm 
when you mask it. That's why for me, as a bisexual open person, when I was with that one guy, it was more so I was angered by he waited until after we had sex. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's a little bit different. It's like me saying I have herpes after we had sex, knowing that I could have had put somebody at jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Well, you could only put someone at jeopardy if you. Well, yes, if I'm an outbreak. right. If I had an outbreak, what I mean yeah. is like more damaging to the fact like I didn't give them a choice to right. say they wanted to still have. Yeah, that's what I mean. Thank right. you for correcting me on that because. Yeah, I mean, the only way, and me being that, I would never put somebody at jeopardy if I knew that I was having an outbreak, no matter how fine you are, how ready to go we might be. And yeah, you got to just be open and honest, especially now, because that's compromising someone else's health. I am thankful, though, that, or not even just thankful, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to see that a lot more men are coming out as either bi, pansexual, uh, uh, just fluid. I'm, I'm seeing a lot more of it, and I'm seeing a huge response from women being happy that there is bi content out there that they can enjoy. Because, like, since I've been doing what I do, and it's and it's been as successful as it has, I've seen so much more correspondence from people just thanking me for. One, obviously making the content that it's hot and blah, blah, blah. But then I've had people really go in depth about it. Like, wow, because of you, I was able to come out to my girlfriend. I was able to come out to my family. People from like Ireland or from Australia or Ecuador, like hitting me up. Like people I don't know. And they're like, you helped me be comfortable with my sexuality. And in turn, I came out of the closet. Like, that's huge. That is. I'm I'm just trying to get people off. (laughs) Dirk off had a good time, but who knew that that could have such a monumental, you know, effect on their lives that way. And And I think that the more visibility out there, proud visibility, the more you're gonna see a change. And it's already changing. I mean, I, I give credit to like the younger generation. They just mm-hmm. get it. They're growing up in an environment that's less hostile than the ones that we all grew up in. Yes. And the more people are just putting it out there as a matter of fact and not making it like, oh, bisexual, you know, I think it'll be so much better. And you will see much more men in the real world just being, yeah. I do both. Yeah, I want to see more, especially I want to see more. I want to see more acceptance within the POC community. I think that's like the biggest kind of downfall for us is that we still cannot call for unity when it comes to sexuality. Like we'll say black lives matter, trans lives matter. But oh, black bisexuality. No. That, mm-mm. oh, you're gay. No, we can't yeah. accept. Like, there's always that, that rift. And it's like, don't we have enough people hating on us just because of the skin color? Now you want to add the fact because I'm black, because I'm Latino, and because I suck dick and eat pussy or do whatever the fuck I want to do in my life, like my private life. Like, that just is so ass backwards to me. And it just pushes us even backwards as we're still fighting right now it takes representation it takes for those willing to put themselves out there and and show them the way Mm -hmm. you know a lot a lot of the times you know i can i can i can speak as a latino 
a lot of the times it takes seeing representation to kind of give us the blueprints of, on how to move forward. Is if someone's doing it's like, oh, I can do it too. I was mm-hmm. always told I can't do this, but when I see it, it becomes much more real. Mm-hmm. And if there's no represent, there's no by representation in in the BIPOC community, you know, that sort of expression is not going to manifest in the real world. So it's going to take those few performers to come out and start actually making black Latino porn, buy porn, and be like, whoa, look at these guys doing it. If they can do it and they're comfortable and they're still masculine or whatever, or femme, I can do it myself. Yeah. You know, it takes a leader to lead a whole army. That is true. That is You know, you and King Noir are the only two that are still masculine and will still fuck around, you know, uh, with with the other with, with Wait, fans. King has done bi porn? He's done trans. No, no, he's done trans porn. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's but what he's I was still like. masculine, you know what I mean? Like Right. He still has that masculine image, but nobody looks at him in a fucked up way like somebody else would masculinity has nothing to do with sexuality that's the other thing too that men are just so stuck on is like some of the most effeminate men i've seen are straight and some of the most uber masculine men i've seen are gay Mm. and so we have this weird warped interpretation of what masculinity is and it's supposed to be associated with straight like when i hear people say oh he's straight i think like, what does that mean? Right. Like, I can give you examples of straight men who are very effeminate, but then you would automatically assume, oh, they're probably gay. Well, like, why are we pigeonholing these sort of uh, natural attitudes to sexuality? It makes absolutely no sense. Right. I never understood the whole machismo being associated with being straight. Because, like you said, there are some of the most, quote-unquote, masculine, macho men who are gay as fuck. Who are gay as fuck. Who are bi as fuck. Like, I just, that, that whole, like, it's that toxic mentality where it's like, okay, you can't play with a girl's toy because that's going to make you gay. Toys don't make you gay. You know... You know what makes you gay? What makes you gay? Fucking a man. <laughs> that's what makes you gay. Yes. No, that's, I mean, but mind you, in that moment, yes. you're gay. Yeah. Because you can still be bi and have gay sex and, you know, you're still bi. Right. But when you're in that moment, you're having gay sex. You are gay in that moment. Uh-huh. It doesn't Oof. take away from who you are. So... To pigeonhole sexuality and attitudes, sexual or, or, or personal expression, is inaccurate. Like you just mentioned, King Noir. King Noir is a very masculine, intelligent, just sophisticated, classy man. Yes. Uh-huh. And yeah, he has sex with a trans woman. But of course, he would have sex with a trans woman because he's a straight man. It doesn't change that. It. it we just need to get off of this. Whole, so that like, doesn't make him bisexual. So that doesn't make him bisexual? No, I mean, no? If, okay. no, I've had conversations with King. He's not interested in masculine men. He's not interested in men, period. Gotcha. That's why, that's why I was saying earlier that men who watch 
trans porn are straight. They're not gay men. Right. You do have bi men, of course, or pan that, that watch trans porn as well, but the majority are straight men. So just because you like dick doesn't make you gay, doesn't make you bi. It just means you like dick. What they like is the femininity attached to it. The, okay. The, the cock is the accessory, the, the cherry on top. That sounds just like, remember, yes, when I had my partner, David, come on, who's uh-huh. been with trans women, a, a trans woman, and he even said the same thing. The dick is just the tool. At the end of the day, that that woman is still a woman. It's still a woman. Regardless of what her, you know, gender conformity is, it's like, she's a woman. Trans women are women. I need people to stop saying that no, that's still a man in woman's clothing or that's a woman in man's clothing. No, trans people are are trans people and they are who they associate themselves with. So have some respect when people say, I identify as a woman. I am a trans woman. Please call me by she, her, you know, unless if they point out to you like, hey, I don't give a fuck on my pronouns. Like... Well, you know, the the phenomenon that I've been seeing as of recent where I'm noticing a lot of gay, cis gay men who are having sex with trans men. So with uh, uh, men who were born female and became men. And that was not a thing like 10 years ago. You would never see that. But now you're seeing it. Mm -hmm. They're still gay identified. And for them, the, the, the pussy is just... Another hole, another uh, you know, the accessory, the tool. Right. They're interested in the masculinity of the man because they look men. And they, you know, they're they're just everything that they desire. Mm-hmm. But if you add a trans woman, it's not the cup of tea. It's the femininity that they're not into. Right. So that's when it goes to, to the same thing with like I you know I don't want to keep bringing up King. King is a straight identified man. It, for him, he's interested in femininity in a woman. Doesn't matter if there's a penis or a vagina. That that that, that almost becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that. We're gonna take a quick little break for the day sex and confused news. And I gotta say, Wolf, you are spilling so much good tea and like I'm just listening and I'm like, oh, that's a good clip to, to say. But let's get into this day's sex and confused news because we need a little fun time. Dazed, sexed, confused. Dazed, sexed, confused. So, Wolf, this is where I talk about some fuckery in the news. It could be anything celebrity, non-celebrity, but I got some really like interesting headlines. One involving pubic hair. Oh. <laughs> one involving possible incest. Oh, God. Um, and then a celebrity has everybody confused on her sexuality because she came out and did something recently. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then there's a COVID update, which is funny because it involves sex. So, which one do you want first? Shit. Uh, let's talk about pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it safe. Let's right keep. Now. You oh said let's God. keep it safe. <laughs> okay. You know what? Actually, it's not a safe. 
uh, question because that tends to still be controversial to this day. Pubes, There's always I, a debate in regards to pubic hair. Oh, yeah. I think I, I we might have to do a show on pubic hair because I've definitely like changed my perspectives as I've gotten older and more accepting of things. Like pubic hair is like, all right, if you want it, you can keep it. Just maintain it. Maintain some of that I shit. I have a funny story when my friend told me about yesterday about pubic hair too. Uh-oh. What, give us oh, a look. so basically this chick he's been talking to, her baby father went through her text messages and seen like dick pics my friend sent her. So he was like making a big deal like, oh wow, he just shaves all his pubic hair. Like, this is what grown men do now. Like, <laughs> I was like, why is he worried about his pubes? Hey. Why did he screenshot his dick? Well, if, if women can worry about their pubes, then men can worry about their pubes too. I think yeah, more but men the baby need. Baby daddy was all up in her pictures though. Like, <laughs> why do you care that the guy shaved his pubes? <laughs> I crave pubic hair. You yeah. crave? I love pubic hair. If pubic hair for me enhances the experience, visually, it gives me a sense of I'm with a grown up. Ah. I love, like when I see pubic hair in a woman, I'm like, I'm with a woman. So you like like full on like bush. It's like, I mean, I'm still going to fuck her, but it's still like, uh, but but here's the main thing of why I love pubic hair. The pheromones that come out of there. When I'm eating pussy, pussy, I love getting a whiff of pubic hair because a lot of the pheromones are being expelled from the pubic hair and that just drives me insane it just it enhances my experience it it does whatever it does as a man to turn me on yeah and i when i when i smell uh pubic hair like i mean clean pubic hair of course yeah yeah grungy but <laughs> well, you know, people are like, "Wait a minute!" So you're no, no, no. You know, this well kept pubic hair. I just, I love the smell of it. I just, I love burying my face in there. And the same thing with, with cock. If I'm sucking a cock and I can smell it, it just adds this extra layer of like the masculinity of that man. That the, the testosterone, I can, I can smell that, it, and it just like, oh fuck, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of pubic hair, and I remember it it was tested too. I did a shoot with this with this uh, with this girl many years ago, and she was the kind of girl who did not want to shave anything. She had her armpit hair. Mm-hmm. She had her definitely had a massive bush, but she also had a bush on the crack of her ass. Oh, what? I had never seen women with hair on their crack. I've seen men, of course, but never women. And I remember seeing it, and I wasn't turned off by any means, but I was like, whoa. And then when I saw her ass, I was like, wow. This is kind of tripping me off, but I went in to lick it, and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, now that you got... I I ate that motherfucker, like... (laughs) The best, not a three course meal, a five course meal. You know, oh my God, it was so fucking yummy. I just, I love pubic hair. I just, I do. I love how I love it. All I can picture right now though is like, okay, when you open up the cheeks, did it look like a, you know, like the inside of a sunflower, how like peach fuzzy it is? Like the brown center of Uh a, of a, of a sunflower that's what i'm picturing she opens up her ass cheeks you're about to eat it and it's just like this 
just like a little puff of a tuffet. My old, I, I figure it's like kind of like almost like my old fro, even though right now I'm, I'm rocking a scrotum head. Right. You know, I'm picturing, <laughs> I'm picturing a little, just a tuffet of hair, just um, a little bit longer hair. <laughs> Not so much peach fuzz. That's that's that was the experience, but delicious nonetheless. Interesting. Okay. But for, well. me, but for me, it's the it's the yeah what what your body naturally secretes is that's what turns me on. Um, I'm very big into smell. I love the smell of a of a person. That's why I like perfume. If somebody wears it, mm-hmm. I I get that enhancement. Um, but I just love smelling people. I love. I just love sexuality. I love everything about it. Touch, smell, lick, you know, every little nuance that people don't, not everybody, but yeah. like, people don't pay attention to. No, the pheromones, I mean, people really do underestimate the power of pheromones. Like, some people may say, like, why am I attracted to this person? It might be their pheromones that are turning you on more so than the way that they look or the way that they dress. I'm like, like you. I, I'm like sensitive think about to smell. What, what, what is it about a man, aside from the physical, that turns you on? You know, there's something very visceral that you're like, you don't know how to explain it. You just know you're turned on. And when you're next to somebody that you're super into, mm-hmm. everything comes into play. And smell is a huge factor. Hell yeah. So it would yes. only make sense that somewhere private would give that sort of reaction. Well, to ease into this, this pubic story... This has nothing to do with pheromones. In fact, it's so nasty. And so, like, it's on some bullshit. Okay? So this is already adding on to the fact that, you know, coronavirus, a lot of people aren't really eating out. But this customer in the UK decided to uh, sprinkle his pubic hairs to avoid paying the bill. And uh, you literally see him on the security camera sitting, chilling, ordering $90 worth of food great Indian food it looked amazing and then he just backs up from the table goes into his pants grabs some hair and just sprinkled it into uh, his food and then threw a tip of $25 and da- and made a run for it huh That's yes nasty. yes what was the point he wanted to- it's just to get away with it it just gets them off but disgusting disgusting now it's disgusting. Listen, people are capable of a lot of disgusting things oh just to God. see if they can get away with it. I couldn't. I'm just like, what the? F- there are other things he could have done than to grab his musty ass balls and grab a bunch <laughs> of pubes and pour it over some goddamn food. Like, I'm mad as hell because I love food. Okay? I'm a thick bitch. Yeah. I love food. I don't cook. But I love food. I love Indian food. That shit right? does not... That shit takes time to prepare. Yeah. $90 worth of food, you could have given it to a bum outside. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, he didn't want to pay, so... Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Well, that, I, I, don't, I don't know how to answer to that. Um, that man is disgusting. That man's some professional help and <laughs> he, he needs a slap in the face for just being ignorant like Hell. dude really yes but yeah. uh, it's, that, that's not surprising to be honest with you like like 
people are capable of doing a lot of things. It's like, oh yeah, of course somebody did that. As yeah. opposed to like, oh my God, really? Who would do that? People. I think it was more so the fact that it's just like, okay, just to add on, you know, to everything that why people are even scared now as restaurants are starting to slowly reopen you just add this kind of bullshit on top of it. Like, I'm glad it wasn't a server and it was actually a customer that did this shit because we all know if you piss off a server, you're coming back with pubes, spit, jizz, something. Yo, what was that movie they were doing that crap? Waiting. Yeah. Waiting. They, that they, was they've done it in a couple of movies. There's oh, and they did it in Road Trip. Trip. Yep. Oh. With the French toast. <laughs> oh, there was another movie too. God damn. Oh, it was that movie from the 90s with Freddie Prince Jr. She's all that. <gasps> That's oh, right. Pubic hair on top of the pizza. Hoover Ew. it. That's and, what he said. And he made the bully actually eat it. And yep. you see uh. the of the pubic hair. <laughs> Just, oh my God. I miss the 90s. Okay. All right. Here's some fuck shit. All the good old days of really bad shit happening in society. Man. Make me want to relive some moments. Okay. So an Australian radio show did something weird um a father and daughter came on the show and won a thousand dollars basically making out with each other there was a game called boyfriend or daddy and the the radio hosts have to guess if that's the woman's father or the boyfriend and so they took it a bit further to make it more convincing and then shared a very passionate kiss before saying, this is my daughter. Huh? <laughs> huh? Yes. Yes. In Australia. Not in America, guys. This happened in Australia. Wow. There you go. Well, you look a little, little scared there, Wolf. I'm not scared. More like, can we switch the subject to something that's actually meaningful? Because that, that's <laughs> that's just stupid. That's yes. I I don't. Yeah. All yes. right. Here's the next I, one. I, I, like what? What am I? What's the obvious thing? It's gross. Yes. You know, like there's no, there's nothing more to really say to that. It's just fucking gross. Well, here we go. And the fact that these people would go and do it. It's like, come on. Go and do it for money. I want these people kind of like, I want the radio show to be taken down for one. I think that they should not be getting away with something like that. And there's so many moral things on it. Like, mm, yeah, the things you do for money. This is my father. No, that's just nasty. Yeah, it's you know what? It's they're gonna have to live with the rest of their lives without that money because they're gonna spend it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they they've already kissed each other, but who knows? Maybe they were already doing shit behind closed doors, which is disgusting. If you're willing to go that far, like on a show to kiss your father, like you know some shit. You know some shit has probably happened. And I don't want to call it Stockholm syndrome or anything like that. We don't know the situation, but it's still at the same time like Mm-hmm. I mean, is it any surprise that, you know, pseudo incest porn is popular in the yeah. world, the yeah. United States? You know, the whole stepmother, stepfather thing. I mean, there's a reason they push that envelope pretty far. I would say even editing that stuff sometimes, it gets me a little uncomfortable with the stepmommy, daddy, boundary, cousin <laughs> factor, just... 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, well, back to the, the whole Australian radio show. It's gross. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. That's, there we go. Yeah. Coronavirus update. Uh, a Canadian doctor, uh, the health officer out there actually says that if you're going to have sex, throw on a mask on top of that because yes lowest risk of sexual activity is avoiding the face-to-face contact so they're saying if you must engage in a sexual encounter wear a fucking mask on top of it so no fellatio no fellatio no kissing just straight fucking that's like asking people to wear condoms how far has that gotten us people (laughs) do wear condoms yeah Not a lot of people wear condoms. Thank Who's you. Who's going to about their masks? <laughs> yeah, in when the you're moment. having sex, the, the last thing people are going to do is, is fuck with a mask. I'm sorry. I don't know like, one yeah. single logical I got to look for the condoms and the masks. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see that being a thing. I get it. Yeah. At that point, I, I, I'd rather just abstain from sex. I think we should abstain from sex. Unless if you're like quarantined with somebody or like in my case, I'm only fucking my That's man. Funny. Yeah, like... And I know where he's been. I know where I've been. I know that he's he gets tested more than I do because of his job. He gets tested like almost every day he walks in, you know. But yeah, you. I don't know. I feel like now we're just being stupid in delivering all this news. Like COVID-19 is not going to go anywhere soon. We already know that with it being Labor Day, motherfuckers are getting sick. Motherfuckers are getting exposed. We're seeing it. So to just basically give people the okay to have sex, they fucked up. They fucked yeah. up. No one's no one's gonna have sex with a mask. It's just you know at that point just keep <laughs> advertising abstaining. Because listen, I, I can't tell anybody not to have sex right. with people that they're not quarantined with. Because human beings are gonna do whatever the fuck they want. You know. The only thing you can say is just take the precautions necessary to protect yourself and others. But to tell somebody wear a mask while you have sex, I mean, that's just that's ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Completely try agree. Telling, yeah, try telling a couple, well, if you're going to have sex with each other, you have to wear a condom. <laughs> Bitch, I've been married to this woman for 20 years. I am not going to wear a condom. All of a sudden, <laughs> because your sperm got the COVID in it. It's... Yeah, I mean, I have I've abstained from sex for months. I I broke my record for four months, and I had sex with one person, mm-hmm. and it was somebody that I knew was not going out. I knew wasn't doing this and that. It was somebody I can trust. Uh, we were able to get a test, and it was delicious. It was everything that I wanted, and that was it. But I I went right back home. Mm-hmm you know, quarantined and did what I had to do. So it gave me enough to fulfill my sexual desires and to keep my sanity intact. But I did it in a way that I felt was safe for both of us. And I'm not going out just, you know, being crazy about it. Because that's the the one thing that I just can't afford to do. I'm not going to go ahead and just fuck anybody just for the sake of fucking. Right. I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Like, honestly... When I'm hearing people like just going out and still seeking sex randomly, even with the COVID, I'm like, no. People are still on Tinder. Yes. 
They're on Tinder, they're on Grindr, they're on all those apps. Bumble. Everything. I'm like, you know what? They need to have a COVID test, like, access thing. Like, if you didn't... Contract tracing or something. Something, because I need to see... I need test results and I need COVID test results. Like, now I need two factors of paperwork, but this pussy is closed for newbies. That's it. It's closed. It's going to be closed for a while for new people, because I don't trust people. You have more trust than I do. Yeah, you can't trust anybody because here's the thing: just as much as you can trust somebody, the person that they had sex with, I don't know that fool. Mm-hmm. Why the hell am I going to trust that person? Right. You know, and and it, it, for me, I almost have to do like full on in depth research on the person I'm going to have sex with. Where it's like, yes, I know this person stays home. No, they're not going out, fucking around. They're not doing this or traveling and just. It's like it takes a lot of work to want to do one special thing. Right. And if it's going to be that much, I'd rather just not do it all together. Unless once in a blue moon. (laughs) One every four months. My wife on one hand and I have my mistress on the other hand. They have been very faithful to me. I use them often. I watch plenty of porn. That gets me through as much as possible. As it should. Yeah. As it should. And it's Maria. He's pointing to his palms, everybody. I love it. I love it. So do you call them out? Maria's been with me the most. She's the (laughs) one who's been very faithful to me. And she just knows everything that I love. Oh, my God. The caress, the grip, the the, the feeling of liberation. But then Lydia comes in. Uh Uh-oh. And she's the one who tingles the sensations that I didn't know was possible. Oh. Yeah, she gets in there where Maria just can't. Oh, it's a it's a very functional polyamorous relationship, and sometimes, sometimes they join together. I was just, just delicious. I was just about to say, do you <laughs> give like yourself you like, like a? Get a little coconut oil, a little incense. Ooh, Perfect little soundtrack in the back. You're all good. A little Sade. Hey, all right. <laughs> Okay, well, the last story of the night, you know, we got to talk about this, you know, since we have been talking about bisexuality. Niecy Nash came out and she came out in the perfect way possible. She came out strutting the aisle with her new lady. Oh, so yes. So Niecy's lesbian now. Nisi might be lesbian now. She was married. She just had her divorce finalized, I believe, earlier this year. And uh, she's been very, very quiet. Well, did she, what, did she come out as lesbian? Or That's the she thing. Just- she she only said something like, finally. She It was very generic. She didn't say anything about lesbianism, bisexuality. Now people are speculating like, oh... Because they've known each other. The woman that she married is named Jessica Betts. But um, people are questioning like, oh, if she and her husband, Nisi's um, ex-husband all knew each other, like, did Jessica kind of like slide in and just kind of eat it better? And people are judging. <laughs> yeah. Like, did she eat it better? Because people are like, oh, well, Nisi was always talking about, you know, you got to suck good dick to keep your man. Well, she couldn't keep her man. So now she's eating coochie. So people are now kind of questioning, questioning her sexuality. I'm like, that's so, that's so stupid. I'm with it. I'm like, girl, if you want to marry some chick, go ahead. Maybe the man wasn't shit at None the end of the of day. Us. 
none of us can claim her sexuality nine. for her. If she's bi, pan, lesbian, gay, uh, whatever, does she want to put any labels? You know what? That's on her. Like, who are we to cast any dispersions on her? It's like, is she happy? Then let her be. I'm proud of her. That's awesome. She's yeah. finding, you know, her true love and she's going out and being open about it. And it's like, what the fuck? And I'm with you on that. Even like when people made a big deal about Raven Simone getting married earlier this month or last month, I think it was either June or July, you know, people have always talked about Raven's sexuality, like, oh, she's a lesbian, like she should just come out. I think we should stop pushing people to come out and let people just be themselves. If they're not fucking you, like, why should it fucking matter? Right. And that's what I get mad at too. It's like, okay, if Nisi was ever bisexual at one point of her life and she decided to switch teams or whatever you want to call it, let her do so. Let her be happy. Exactly. I just had a conversation yesterday with a, a friend of mine and she she hit me up and she said, so I, I have a question about, so I never told anybody, I never told you that I uh, was born intersex. Uh-huh. And I didn't know, so, oh, okay. And so they feel like they're, you know, they, they have a lot of masculine energy and they identify more with, with masculinity, um, but they do present feminine, uh, mm-hmm. feminine and they don't feel that it would be right for them to come out as trans because they know in their heart of hearts they're never going to transition physically as a man. Mm-hmm. And and then we we're talking about it more in depth about it. And and what it, the conclusion was that even though they identify a lot with male, they still identify in female in a lot of respects. And it came down to well, you're just gender fluid. And once I said that, it was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can deal with that. And the, the whole purpose of me bringing that up is she wanted this, like, confirmation from me. And I'm like, you don't need to get any confirmation from me. I, I, I'm not the one to really just, like, tell you who you are. That's for you to decide. If you want to identify as a trans man and, want, and present a female, that's on you. That's not mm-hmm. for me to judge. That's true. And we all need to stop on this, like, wanting to pigeonhole people to a certain way because of the way they look, because of the way they act, and all this stuff. It's all bullshit. If, if, if you came as a very feminine presenting person telling me I identify as a man, please refer to me as him and he. I'm like, okay. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it's not up for debate. Right. The it's so true. The last thing I want to do is offend you. You know, and, and I accept you for who you are because th- that is a true identity. So for Nisi Nash, who gives a shit if she's gay, bi, whatever? It's like she loves a human being that happens to be a woman. Don't we all want love? Man. It's like, why are we even talking about this? Why are we still like just so freaking complicated with sexuality? My God. I mean, I know why, but I'm like, fuck. No, I'm with you. It's just like, that's why I love doing this show. It's because people are just so like, why does it matter? If you're not the one being fucked, why should it matter? 
If it's I not. I don't support gay marriage. Well, then don't get gay married. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. What does that have to do with you? Oh, I don't like that gay shit. Okay, don't have gay sex. Don't watch gay shit. Let that other fella have sex because you know what? They're having a good old time. Mm-hmm. You know, damn well they have. Shit. So, what's your problem? What really is your problem? And I'll tell you what. The problem is, I want to be that way, but society has told me I can't be that way. So, what gives you the right to be that way? How dare you have the balls to go against what society has said is the right way? Secure insecurities are. Yeah, insecurities are a motherfucker. And I'm like. The more you spew them, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I make you uncomfortable because you wanted to do this, but you're scared of the consequences. I can give a fuck about the consequences now. Because at this point, it's like, okay, cool. You don't like me because of that? Well, cool. There's laws against that. Let's let's discuss it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look at straight porn. Most of the straight male performers are bisexual. Bisexual, pansexual, mm-hmm. don't identify with labels, but regardless of the fact, suck or get fucked in the ass and let me tell you something it's a lot more than you think and it's with some of the most prominent male performers I'm not surprised it's and the thing is people get all you know surprised when they find out one person comes out and say oh my god I didn't know that they were into that I was like really? (laughs) really? That motherfucker's been up on my fucking DMs trying to be like, hey, man, you want to do some shit? Yo, you want to hang out with the blip, blip, blip? But I'm never going to out anybody because this is not my game. It's for right. them to come out. But the minute you start saying homophobic shit. Oh, it's on and popping. Off the table. That's right. That yeah, is- so like, don't, don't start shit, won't be shit. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have a... This much. Uh, a, a transgender female is your best friend when you want the tea on some of these low down motherfuckers and yep. Yep. a lot of them think that their secret is safe when they go ahead and slide into a lot of TS girls DMs and they're just one bullshit comment away from being exposed that's yep. so well, true sh- shut your mouth or you know what be supportive and be open about it and I think that needs to be in heart in the hip hop world too, because a lot of down low motherfuckers in there, and y'all are the first ones to complain that that's some gay shit. It is gay as gay can be. Like there's, there's gay in Hollywood, there's gay in basketball, there's gay in football and rap. Definitely in rap. Oh that's yes. Fuck that yeah. That's all an act. It's entertainment. They haven't the, been. They haven't had a rough life in years. Right, none. Tiger in Rochester and <laughs> in, uh, in the Hamptons, talking about yeah, I grew up in this and this and that. that. So that whole imagery that people are idolizing is entertainment. It's fake. Mm-hmm. What they do behind closed doors is very real, and you're not seeing it. I want to see it. Shit, I, I, everybody wants to see it. I wish so it's it's always interesting. Like that's why I'm like, why why are we putting so much emphasis on like appearances and and associating that with sexuality? It's all bullshit. It, it is. really is. I can be as flaming as can be, <laughs> and that does not take away from my masculinity. And I take on both male and female 
when it comes to how I present because I embrace my femininity because every single person has both. Some have more than others, but I fully embrace my femininity and there's nothing wrong with that. And it still makes me a man. And what? And when I see some of these guys try to put on this front that they're so tough and this and they don't do that, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. The bigger the, bigger the homophobe, the bigger the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's true. Always. So, so true. Like, oh, this slipped right in your booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can tell you some of the booties I fucked and you'd be like, you know, you I was, did this before. You sure? <laughs> that look. I can only imagine to be a fly in Wolf's bedroom. That's that's what I want to see. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, my bedroom is actually non-existent, considering nothing's going on. <laughs> oh it'll, my it'll god! Be a very long time before you can be one. <laughs> But, because uh, you could watch you beat your meat or something. I don't know. Yeah, we can still have you have your affairs. Okay, I'll yeah. Just, I'll have a camera off to the side and then I'll be like, oh, hey, girls, I'm going to be on when I'm on. <laughs> like, do your thing. It's okay. We'll, we'll have our popcorn and wine and weed on the side. We good. But I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from experience and I've just seen what men are capable of with their sexuality. And it's a lot more men. And the minute that we start to start breaking down these barriers and this like hierarchy of what it means to be a man it's the minute that we become free and mm. liberated do all the things that we want to do like how many men do you hear oh I don't do that anal shit that's gay how, how is it gay if a woman is shoving a finger up your butt how is that gay because it's right. a woman what makes it gay if it's a man if, if she's eating strap on penis attached to a woman how is that gay because it's a woman with a toy. If, but if it's a boy, yes, that is gay. But there's a prostate in there. And a prostate that's stimulated feels damn good. I've heard it so, has its equivalent to the G-spot. Pardon? I've heard it's equivalent to the G-spot, you know, getting that ecstasy from the prostate. Check this out. If you ever notice, like, really pay attention to some guys. Like, if, if they have to masturbate to come mm-hmm. some guys will actually press they'll take their fingers and they'll press underneath their taint because that's where the prostate is near the perineum you're talking about right pardon the perineum yeah okay yeah right right yeah right, that that little big. yeah yeah if i used you, to lick those you, you see you see guys pressing on it and that's where the the, the prostate is Oh. Yeah, so it's it, and I'm sure a lot of them don't realize that's the case. They're doing it subconsciously, but they'll like grab it and put pressure on it, and they'll try to come at the same time, not realizing, yeah, motherfucker, your prostate's in there. Now shove a dick up your ass and see how good that feels. Uh-uh. Yeah, mm. oh, you see? oh, I'm shit. over here taking notes. Right, I'm taking notes. Like I need to go find a booty to peg at least once before I die. <laughs> Just one time. You know what? When you when the next time you have a guy, just accidentally, you know, have a <laughs> little pegging movie on. Oh my god! Oh shit! Sorry. Hey, put mine on. Yeah, that's put, right. Put, like, oh, that's my homegirl. I think I actually oh, yeah, do yeah, yeah. have. Look at that. Wow, that's so cool. What do you think about that, babe? <laughs> you know, just test it out. I'm gonna oh, try. I'm goodness. definitely gonna try. Like. I have one man that's absolutely like, do not go near my ass. The other man, yes, there there have been discussions of 
possibly having his two girlfriends do something to that ass. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thoughting and plotting now. Got my wheels turning. I love it. Wolf, I can't even thank you enough, boo. I'm really just mad that we just can't like all like have a drink or something after this because this Rona, this Rona, she'd be fucking me up. You know what? Rona can fucking kiss it. She can fuck it because I am done. She's probably the worst relationship I've ever had. For real. For real. It is the worst goddamn relationship of no sex, no fulfillment. She ignores me. She's just doing her thing and fuck that bitch. Yes. Cock blocking me. Okay. The the Rona, the Karens, the Kevins, the Kyles, oh all them. God. Just mm. y'all just fuck fucked it man. up. Y'all just fuck, mm. the, fuck the Kevins too. Oh Lord, I just I'm waiting for someone to give me a sex Karen. Like I want you know a, a jealous Karen to call the cops on me because I was having sex too loud. Like bitch, that fuck would you. be hilarious though because you know damn well you can take them on so good. Oh and yes, that would be great footage. Oh, it would be great. I'm a honey. I'll be like, what? You're mad that your man didn't pound you like this? <laughs> do you want it? Do you need some lessons? Come upstairs. I got door restraints for that ass. I got bed restraints. <laughs> what? What you need? You want to fuck wrong my? That, <laughs> do I want an interaction with the Karen? You know what? You want to teach not. her a lesson, Wolf? What? You want to teach her a lesson? Yeah, I kind of want to be confronted with a Karen. I want to just see that ignorance and then just put them in their place. Oh, my God. Just it never happens know? to people like us. It doesn't. I feel like it. I want it to happen. I want <laughs> it to happen so bad. I almost became a Karen to a black woman, but I was like, no, I'm going to let Sister Friend have it. Like, yeah, I'm going to let her have it because I'm not about to get my ass beat because I'm trying to teach you to shut the fuck up. Now is not the time. Yeah, but, it's mm. you know it's funny. Like during the whole BLM movement when it was at its peak uh, a few months ago, I was in a almost like a rabbit hole of watching Karen videos. Same, la- both laughing my ass off and being utterly disgusted and mm-hmm. angry, just angry. Like you know, if anything, I'm happy that they're being overt with it and not hiding it. Because I think that's worse when you hide it. Yes. But the fact that they are being overt, it's like, really? You want to be a Karen right now? Right. You know? So part of me was like laughing at the sheer stupidity, but I'm just pissed off. Like, really? Like, come on. <sighs> it's like tag team me and it's my turn to set a, a Karen straight. Like, mm, yeah. I just cannot. Well, well, well yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, Enough of that. We can keep talking forever. We really can. Oh, wow. Where can the people find you? The ones that don't know about you, want to know more about you. Where can they get in touch with you? Um, doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bi, uh, not identified, pan, whatever. You can enjoy my bisexual porn on Pornhub. Just look up Wolf Hudson and you will find my page. I am on Pornhub and Model Hub. And I have all sorts of bisexual scenes for anyone to enjoy. Um, on social media, Twitter is Wolf Hudson is by, and Instagram is Wolf Hudson Official. Perfect. And of course, the yeah, where can they get in touch with you, Boo? Instagram and Snapchat at Fit and Dirty. Um, unfortunately, this is going to be a sad thing to tell people, but I'm going to shut my OnlyFans down. Oh. Oh wow. I've just gotten to a point in my life I don't really need it. Oh. And I'd is that rather. Good? Just, it's a good thing. 
but I'd rather sell my clips instead of actually doing content every day on OnlyFans. I just, I have so much content that I've shot that I'd rather utilize it on a different site. I'm with so. it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, boo. Yes. More well, power to you. For real. You. Get that paper. Get that paper. <laughs> and of course, people, well, I do not have OnlyFans. No matter how many times you ask me, I just edit the shit. I edit porn. I don't do the porns, okay? I'm going to for my friends. But you can get in touch with me, or at least my assistant, until I decide to get back on Instagram, at Ms. Radio Sapphire, and at Sapphire's Earplay. Yes, bitches, we have an Instagram now. So, at Sapphire's Earplay, at Ms. Radio Sapphire, and catch me on Xbox because that's all the Rona has time for me on. Motherfuckers out there, now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms.